Tony Elliott's Virginia Cavaliers cavalcaded up the Chestnut Hill to take on the enterprising Eagles of Boston College. Elliott's starting signal caller, Tony Musket, returned from an earlier injury, and the captivating QB, Anthony Colandria, returned to the bench, much to the chagrin of Cavs cheerers. With the opening drive, Musket muffled the murmurs from the Cavs fans and led them down for a touchdown. The Eagles were eager to score, but BC couldn't connect on their first few drives. Their signal caller, Castellanos, was crossed up and threw a costly interception, giving the Cavs choice field position. The Cavs cashed in the next drive for six, with a masterful musket toss to take a 14-0 lead. Right before halftime, the Eagles migrated down the turf to cut the Cavs' advantage to 14-7. Running low on time in the first half, the Hoos hurried and scurried down the field to try to get in field goal range, but they were just out of range at the Eagles' 39-yard line. Musket heaved the ball high in the hopes of the Hoos could connect on a Hail Mary. The high-hanging football found Malachi Fields, fingertips, and the Cavs collected a timely touchdown to take a 21-7 advantage into the locker room. After halftime, the Eagles erupted for 17 unanswered points on their first three drives of the half to snatch the supremacy from the vulnerable Virginia defense, 24-21. The Cavs collected themselves and calmly continued but couldn't connect on anything offensively in the second half. However, BC coughed up a fumble that fortuitously found the custody of the Cavs. The Cavs couldn't cash in their newfound fortunes for six, settling for a field goal to tie the tango at 24-24. The KG Castellanos courageously controlled the cast of characters and brought BC into field goal range. Liam Connor connected from 42 yards out to give the enthusiastic Eagles entourage a late 27-24 lead. The Hoos had one last chance to tie or take the lead with two minutes remaining. However, Musket misfired on three of his final four passes, failing to convert for the Cavs, and the Eagles ended the ACC clash with a hard-earned victory. Boston College, 27 Virginia 2023. Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of October 1, 2023. We have moved past week five, 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 six. Was it six or five? It was five. It was five. And I think we're finally starting to, well, I think I'm finally starting to understand some of these teams more so. And I think that people on this podcast are understanding their teams more so. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll get to that. Because some of this is going to be a therapy session. We'll just talk through our feelings, things like that. I do want to say that today I went to the Texas State Fair with my family. I ate deep fried pho, which was the winner of the best savory. Mm. It was very good. I liked the little broth it came with, but I think it could have used a little more oomph. I don't know. I had the deep fried sopapillas with bourbon and banana and mascarpone cheese. That was delicious. Mm. Also had the Biscoff Delight, which is a wedge of frozen cheesecake dipped in chocolate, covered in like Biscoff cookie, like cookie. Uh, was it what's the Trader Joe's salad as the cookie butter? That that flavor, mm. and that was that was great. Say was more great. about the deep fried pho. Like, how, how does that work? What is the like presentation of? We the deep stood fried here pho? 
fi- we're just out here frying consomme. I'm right. picturing like uh, soup dumplings, but that's probably not quite it. No, it's more like a burrito, more like a chimichanga, mm. like a faux chimich- like a faux chimichanga. Mm. I'm dropping this in the chat for you guys. So it's got rice noodles, marinated faux broth, beef, herbs, and bean sprouts rolled up and fried inside a tortilla. Mm. And it comes with a dipping broth and then hoisin and sriracha. Oh, I want that. Ex- yeah, it, it's tasty. So this I did that like today. Su- like a supersized spring roll. Basically, yeah. So kid got to ride on some rides. My parents were in town. That's why I, if I'm a little more clueless than usual, it's because my parents have been in town all weekend and I was trying to not be phone peeping all the time. <laughs> so it's been a... Very intense weekend of people's. I'm excited to see my chosen family here. Love you guys. Happy to see you. Let's see how folks are doing. Beth, how are you? Um, I also ate wonderful things today. I ate, I ate pot pie as God intended today. How is that? That is with two crusts beautifully prepared and and like with the pot pie stuffings beautifully prepared in the middle. Oh, that's right. You have the weird ass. Not. Not the demon horrible way, where we just have soup with a weird hat. Or Lancaster County pot pie, which is actually soup. Yeah, which is actually soup. No, this is this is God's pot pie. Two crusts Fight. seems like a lot for a pot pie. Fight me, the rest of PA. no. You are, you are correct about this. Lancaster County is wrong. This is one of the things that mm-hmm. I will I will admit that Lancaster County is wrong about. Yeah. Yeah. It was wonderful, and I'm very happy, and I ate half a pot pie, so if I fall asleep in the middle of this podcast, you'll know what happened. There we go. Food coma. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl, how are you? I'm good. I missed some of the games yesterday, but not as many as I have missed some other weekends, because I was at a toddler's birthday party, and it was a good time. The toddler's very hey. cute. There was a bounce house. Did you go in the bounce house? I did house? not go in the bounce house. It was like a small bounce house. Oh, yeah. okay. But still, good time. Kamesh, how are you? Good. Just just relaxing. Um, really tired from Saturday, which it was an incredibly long day of college football. Uh, but it was. My, my day my day started earlier before that as the, the youth soccer coach has returned. Woo! Coach Kamesh is back. I do want to hear how, I, if I remember correctly, we started as the Dolphins. Yes. But we are now the Sabretooth Tigers. Yes. So, so let's talk about how did that go? All right. So they, originally the, they auto labeled us the dolphins. And then I finally figured out how to change the name and the kiddo wanted to be the saber tooth tigers. So, okay. you know, perfect. All the kids love it. Uh, you know, all the teammates are like, I don't want to be the dolphins anymore. We're, we're cool with the tiger. So perfect game day. Not great. Uh, not, a, not a great performance by the saber tooth tigers. Uh-oh. Um, oh, no. Just, uh, you know, we got out coached. One of their players, you know, six year old kid could could dribble, Ooh. and he could just oh, whoa, whoa, he whoa! Could, he could who let that happen. Who could? And I mean, I don't know. Just looking at the sideline, this is the YMCA, right? This is not mm-hmm. like com- competitive thing or whatever. Uh, the father kind of looked like a, a a maybe retired professional soccer player wearing a what? wearing a PSG jersey. You know, just kind of. Like, I'm like, oh, this is trouble because every time this kid got the ball, I mean, just, just going through like two or three of our kids, like, like, like they were Swiss cheese. It was, it was not good. And I mean, he had great ball control and I'm like, oh my God, uh, we're in trouble. So we, after three quarters, we're, we're down six, one. 
and and all our kids were just defeated mentally. The only goal that we got in in the first uh, quarter was was from our son. So I'm just going to brag on that a little bit there. There you go. But yeah, yeah. They'll do that. So it, it we have a one final quarter remaining. You know, hold up the four because you know we we play four quarters here and and the Saratoga Tigers uh, we mounted a comeback and, and we were we were ready to roll here. The the passing drills that I, I drilled into the team started to pay off. Uh, instead of them trying to just hoof it down the field, they finally realized that would not work anymore. Uh, and they were laying off some passes. Uh, my son cashed in two more goals. So it's 6-3. We get another one. Got the six, hat trick. Got the hat trick. 6-4. Okay. And then, you know, we just ran out of time. So uh, just it, it was a defeat. That's on me. I, I'm definitely going to take that. We, we weren't prepared. I, I, I need to coach the, the kids better. And I promise you this. You'll never see a youth soccer coach more dedicated. You'll never see a, no, I'm not going to do any more of that. I'm not going to do the T-Bus speech about youth soccer, but I'm good there. But no, we, I got some drills. Like after this, I'm like, all right, all right. This, this one kid is dribbling through our defense. All right. We need to learn how to dribble. There is no more just hoof it and kick it as far as possible. We we need some new strategery here, and, and I I'm definitely gonna be working on that. We're evolving past bunch ball. We are evolving past bunch ball. I was not ready uh, for this because I thought it was still bunch ball in the first three quarters. Whatever, an inspiring uh, speech by myself, telling the kids let's have some fun. <laughs> let's have some fun. We're here to have some fun. Don't worry about the score. It's it's zero zero going into the fourth quarter, and and it, and it worked, and we won the fourth quarter. The rest of the quarters, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we won the fourth quarter. Let's talk a little about how this week went for college football. We'll start with game day because that's sort of our pre-show. Shout out to Clyde in our Discord. He made the giant sicko's face and had the live, laugh, punt sign. Those were both amazing. The best part was when Kirk and Pat McAfee come out to do the, the field goal kick for money. The sicko's face was dead center that whole time. <laughs> and then when that Duke kid launched the ball off course so violently, it almost hit Clyde in the head. We are never not on hit, brand. No, it's, so we, we are eternally on brand. I, I do want to say here, and I'll, I'll put a Twitter a tweet out later on, but my intent this weekend is to not go to Red River because I'm not going to pay that money for a ticket. But I'm going to go to game day at the at the Cotton Bowl because it's going to be there. So I know that the rules for game day at the state fair are a little different. If you've done this before, because they were there like three three years ago, I think, send me a message. Let me know how it went, what I need to do, because I'm more than happy to show up ass, ass, ass early to do it. But I'm going to take a giant sicko's head and I'm going to do this again. So I'm excited. Yeah, this was I was sitting with my dad watching game day while the kid was at soccer and I was like, oh, dad, you need to look for our logo. Because what does it look like? I was like, well, you'll see it. It's a big, like, black and white head. And he goes, is it that thing dead center in the shot? Yes, it is. Good eye. Excellent eye, dad. Excellent eye. Let's talk about the weeknight games first and go from there. I think that we'll start with Temple and Tulsa. This was 630 on Thursday. I was expecting Temple to put up more of a fight here. This is the Battle of the T's. This is a good American Thursday night game, the kind of thing that like I really go for. Hi there, Podcat. 
Sorry. No, I've never apologized for podcast. And I was just, I was expecting Tulsa. I mean, Temple to not just get run out, but man, uh, Tulsa absolutely ran them. It was, it was a little gusty in Tulsa. Gus, that, the fact that we got to introduce that mascot to so many people makes me so happy. (laughs) People were not aware that Gus T has come along in his lack of chin. Yes. I also got to see new Tulsa mascots, like Tulsa mascot history. Yeah. He was full of some really weird ones as well. (laughs) I drop a couple in the chat for y'all or a collage of them at least my personal favorite is the one on the left the fro one they had a dog at some point they had a dude at some point they can't decide what a golden hurricane is the one on the left just looks like a cheeto that can't or, be or, real, right? or a fraggle no the fraggle no it's real it's real oh my god okay looks like looks like a fraggle to me could also be a i don't know but of course my favorite my favorite logo of all time for Tulsa is the golden fart. Oh yeah. The the giant and cloud. It, oh yeah. Not not yeah. The tornado, just the fart. And it yeah. makes me so happy. <laughs> it's just a no, he's no. just a big he's just a big fart. Does Home Field have that on the t shirt? I think they do, right? I hope they do. I may I may need to buy that that shirt. Uh there also is a very jacked version of oh, well, yeah. I see you can see them sort of in the picture there. This is the jacked version. <laughs> What happens when you get a mascot you're just not quite sure the hilltoppers got this one right it, they, okay so it, it's a golden hurricane so the, the big blob is a category one and then the one that's working out is cat five mm. cat five except <laughs> except none of these show a hurricane they show tornadoes but that's a whole other issue golden tornado was already taken by georgia tech at that point it was a whole history so, i know it's a whole thing it's a whole thing it's, it's a whole thing. thing it's a whole nother episode save that for the offseason also on Thursday night, Mitsu at WKU, Western Kentucky wins the 100 Miles of Hate. One of my favorite nicknames for any rivalry. It is very good. It is so good. It it's descriptive. Yeah. It has 100 miles. And of course, Big Red handles the business and his hypnotic dances. Oh, yeah. I really, I, I need to set that clip to Hips Don't Lie. Again? I feel like, again, I've already done that. You've done that before, but do it again. God, do it again. Do it, it, it's me, worth, it, it works, every, jokes. works every time. The game of the night, though, was Jacksonville State and Sam Houston mm-hmm. State Conference USA, 7 p.m. Uh, I was I was watching this one a little bit with my dad, and he went to Texas A&I, which is now Texas A&M Kingsville, D2. And he said that he remembers one of his only away games being to Sam Houston State, and that they had this old stadium. I was looking it up, and they lo, lo and behold, they still have the original stadium. They're not using it for football, but it's an old Works Progress Administration stadium. Ooh. And so it has like the seats cut into the rock around the stadium. Ooh. It's very cool. I'll drop a picture in the chat in a second. Kamish, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit what happened in the last little bit of this game? I, I, I so I it's heartbreaker. I am, I am in a glass case of emotion in this game because I'm like on one side I'm like devastated for Sam Houston, and on the other side I'm happy for 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 Jack State. You know, Sam Houston went out to like a 21-7 lead in the first half, uh, but then Jack State started fighting back, fighting back, fighting back. And, you know, they, they get within like one Jack state does. They, they missed the, the pat, they missed the PAT. And which was a kind of a theme to start this weekend, which we'll get to a little bit later. There was a lot of, a lot of PAT mishaps, uh, which we'll go over. And then, you know, Sam Houston, they, I think they put it away. I'm like, okay, they get a touchdown. They're, 
you know, with like a minute 11 left, I'm like, yes, okay, they're finally going to get their first FBS win. Um, they don't go for two. And instead of trying to put it out of reach with a two-point conversion, they kick the extra point, so it's 28-20. In, in like 40 seconds, Jack State goes down the field, scores the touchdown, gets the two, ties it. It is just It was just like the ultimate Rich Rod hurry-up offense yeah. that it just came out of nowhere. And then they go to OT, um, which they almost uh, didn't go to OT, um, right. which somebody a little bit jumped the gun on the timeline. I don't know who that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was me. Okay. And me. You can always, whatever. Both, it was both y'all were like, go to OT. I'm like, there's 13 seconds left. This game as well. It was, it was almost, they almost, they almost got a, a field goal to win. They went to OT. Jack State scored on their first possession and um, also had a, an extremely sickos coin toss for OT. The ref was like, hey, uh, the, the coin didn't flip. I'm going to have to do that again. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, this is not a good sign for Sam Houston. Just kind of upset. Uh, Jack State, congrats. 4-1 and one Jack State. Bearcats just, uh This one was a heartbreaker. Uh, it hurt. God. It, like, I am in a glass case of emotion for this game on, on both sides. I'm, like, happy one side, sad on the other. Uh, in, the, in the chat, drop the win probability chart. You can see exactly uh, how this game went. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, and, then above that, and then above that, those are the, those are the old bleachers. The old nice rock bleachers. Oh yeah, I really love that style. Yeah, this was this was pain. Sam Houston, you're gonna get there. We are we are on your side on this one. Jackson State, I'm uh, Jacksonville State. Like I know that Kavish put this here too, but like I'm super happy for you guys because this is a great year. Yeah, like this is a great way to enter. Yep. FBS, and so I I'm excited for future pit coast. Hit coach Rich Rodriguez and what he's going to do here, <laughs> dude. If if that would happen, I I just I'm already. In. Do you, have a, do you, have a, do you have a third team, Pit Girl. Do you have a third team that you like? Because we might actually get Pitt and Auburn both out of the way for you. You might have to pick a third. Uh, the internet's second Teal College yes. fan. Yep, uh -huh. Pit Girl. Yep, sold. Hey, Teal College, who has two wins in a row at home. For the Woo! first time since 2016, the first homecoming win since 2010. The first, it's their, it's their first two game home winning streak since 2009. Nine, there we go. Wow, there we it's go. It's been a minute. Two, two college. Uh, Love you, too. Pit girls, go cat. Pit, pit girls, gonna have to go back uh, to make RIT bring back mm -hmm. that football program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> we move on to the Friday night slate. Louisville at North Carolina. Oh God. State. State, <laughs> North Carolina State, Wolfpack. Y'all are just snake. Louisville. I can't say it. Louisville. North Carolina State's like just snake bit this year. Every oh, year, they're NC State. It's, it's, they are. Are they, are they like destined the, to go eight and four? Do they? Need, do they know that snakes are not socks? Say it again. Do they know that snakes are not socks? Oh. No, they're just putting them on one snake at a time. That's what's happening. <laughs> Jake Plummer, by the way, Louisville's quarterback, always very high on our Detmer charts. And this week managed to go for one TD and two ints. Like, love it. Just doing the numbers. And we're really proud of him. I, this, this, go ahead. I, I mean, this game, watch the entire thing. Of course, it's Friday night. It's yeah, ACC. You and, you know, you can't, can't pass that up as, as part of the committee here. And, I mean, NC State's up 10 nothing halftime. The Cardinals can't do anything. And then all of a sudden, it's 10 10 in the third quarter. <laughs> 
and then it's 13-10. Both teams just shooting themselves in the foot constantly. Both teams. Three, oh, it was just a mess. Both teams, three turnovers. Both teams, one fumble lost, two interceptions thrown. Both teams, 10 penalties each. <laughs> like, even on the penalties. So... One was 81 yards, one was 88 oh, yards. But, but still, both, both horrible on third down. Four for 14 for Louisville. Uh, three for 15 God. for NC State. We should have had this one ranked higher, but like both of these teams, the Cardinals were four and oh. And yeah, NC right. State was like three and one. So we're like, no, but maybe we should have looked a little bit harder at this one. We apologize for rating this. Is this, this, is, this the, is this the most fraudulent five and oh? Yes. I'm also not convinced that Louisville isn't actual ACC September Maryland. Okay. So the powers got transferred. Mm-hmm. I mean, Maryland is about? always and eternally spiritually in the ACC, ACC. but oh, oh, always, you yeah. know, I watched, I watched a bit of this one and just was, I can't believe that NC state just keeps again. They're three and two. I say keeps like they're this, you know, been beaten down, but man, that three and two feels real rough. They, they've lost to Notre Dame and, and, and Louisville. Right. And that's not nothing to be ashamed of. Like they, those are both well they beat, those are both still undefeated teams. They beat Yukon at Yukon. They beat the Kidets and they squeaked out that crazy Friday night wildness over uh UVA. Oh Virginia. We gotta talk about Snake Bit in Virginia in a little bit too, because good God. Do you, do you think like the NC State Wolfpack are, are like werewolves and they're like cursed to do this? <laughs> Okay, I like I like pack. this a lot actually. The werewolf pack, mm-hmm. because they spell it with you know it's it's wolf pack. It's all one word. Like Nevada has it separated. Maybe they need to separate the two words, and that could break the curse. Wolf and pack. Okay, they would not be the werewolf pack anymore. I always assumed that that was because Nevada was running some sort of wolf like wolf Costco, <laughs> where they will sell you a pack of you wolves. Them in both. Oh, there we go. It's more cost effective. Oh. Wolf Costco. I like that. Guys, I UTEP. UTEP, what are we doing? UTEP. This is this is really bad, guys. Uh UTEP was was their starting quarterback was out with injury. So they yeah. had to go to their backup. This game could not start worse for UTEP. They Oh yeah. They no, down, it was they it, down 14 nothing within like four minutes. And and that was the that was the difference of the game. That was it. Uh, it was 10-10 even the rest of the way. Uh, there was some – I don't want to get into the details of it, but there was a, a, a pretty, pretty dirty play by a La Tech player, um, which will be addressed. Uh, and already I think the player has already been suspended by the team indefinitely. The Conference USA refs missed the – to call oh totally yeah totally missed it missed no the call. uh and they apologized to the to utep coach dana dibble after that not good at all i i mean i, I don't want to like hem and haw here but it was not a nice play to have that happen back to the game uh you know again even after after they got over like the horrible horrible start it was 10 10 um utep one and five at least they have a bye next week la tech three and three a bit of an improvement over last year. So Bulldogs, things are looking up for you there in Ruston. Oregon State being Utah was not something I had on my my planner. On your, on your, your planner? I, did, I didn't on your have this. That's, a, bingo, that's what I was looking for, bingo card. On your, on your vision board? On your vision, vision board, board. On your Ouija board? 
I did not expect that to happen. I expected Utah to beat Oregon State's facing with a rock. No. Yeah, I did. I, I was all about it. It was in it was in Corvallis Love. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was an orange out. So much orange. An incredible amount of orange. A painful amount of orange. The, yes. The, Jordan, the, you you gotta respect the beeves. You gotta respect the beeves. How do you not pack, like pack I'm two beaver believer? Or, here. Wait, no. They are not the Pac Two champions. Pac two runner up. Pac two runner up. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, they made it to the Pac Two Championship game. They did. And I I thought that they were gonna get hit in the face with a rock repeatedly because no. that's what Utah does. That that's what the beavers do. Mm-hmm. And they're really good at milking the clock. Okay. Okay, right. okay, 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 time out. I I got home from dinner. I opened up my timeline and I see Oregon State's coach squeezing his 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 nipples on t- on TV. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is it is so seared in my head. I mean, it's it's on brand. Like, you know what? Milk the clock. You do this? That milk that works? But whatever he did, oh my god, that was Oh. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's the beavers, and it's important to make sure that you express a beaver's anal gland so we all can have cherry-flavored things. I thought that was how this worked. Yes, yes. Shout out to Castorium, everyone's favorite flavoring. Yeah, it's beaver anus. We all know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But beaver milk? I mean, they are mammals. Hold so up. Can I buy beaver? Hold up. Can I buy beaver milk? Oh, Time dear out. God. Beaver milk purchase. <laughs> The darkest part of the dark web. I don't know that I can buy. Hold up. Belching beaver beaver milk. No, it's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look, doesn't look like you can buy. Can you milk a beaver? Thank you, Cora. Hold up. Cora's going to give sure, me the answer I'm here. sure you can. That doesn't mean you should. However, I do not think the female beaver would take too kindly to your efforts because beavers are wild animals. Thank you. <laughs> person who, who responded to this question. Okay. Never mind. So I, I like I how the answer to that is not with that attitude. A milk replacement. Wait, is this a, this is a milk replacement for beavers. Milk replacer recommended for species having a high medium protein and high fat requirement for neonatal growth. Recommended for European beaver and species having similar milk composition, including black bear, brown bear, grizzly bear, California sea lion, and otter. So, everyone, what I've learned today is basically, if you have a beaver. And an excess of beaver milk, you can give it probably to a, a sea lion. Okay? I learned this today. Arthur has a good question. He wants to know how do they get beaver nuggets then? <laughs> I, I assume you chop a beaver up and deep fry them. Oh, see, I was thinking that maybe the beaver like laid them like eggs. Ooh, I in like that. In the same way that the Easter yes. Bunny lays eggs. Or like an owl pellet. Maybe the pellets are the, the caramel sea salt ones because they're so good. And of course, beaver beaver anus is delicious. We've been over this. Yes. I can get a 20 pound bag of beaver milk replacement. Uh, okay. All of the all of the all of the reviews are great. Because this page has reviews. One happy beaver. The baby beaver I took in died of pneumonia within 24 hours, so I never got to use it. Thanks, though. Oh, no. (laughs) Beaver milk never used. Oh, God. Oh, no. no. It's it's just like, oh, God, no. Okay, there's our titles. Beaver milk never used. There we go. Got it. 
but yeah, this game was great. I I'm so happy for Oregon State. Pivot hard, pivot hard, pivot hard. Hard, get out of here. Turn it, turn it, pivot. Just another normal podcast. Let's talk about what happened in Provo instead. Because <laughs> Cincy, I watched the end of this. I watched this game, and Cincy looked like they were in control for so long. Like since he had over 500 yards since he was you know doing everything they wanted to do except score points <laughs> just it, like couldn't do it i i had the opposite feeling it was just like since he was just flailing away just getting yardage and and BYU was just letting them get yardage and i felt like BYU was in control of the entire game it was weird it was just like I don't, I don't I mean like is is BYU just like letting them have the ball and 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 letting letting Cincinnati tire themselves out or waiting for Cincy to make a mistake in the the Scott Satterfield way and it it kind of worked. It, it kind of it kind of very much worked. Yeah. It was it was turnovers here, right? Since he had two turnovers and that was basically it. Yep. That was the that was the game. Uh, interesting thing here is also that since he ran way more plays than BYU, since he ran 84 plays to BYU's 53, BYU, so like, like 53 plays in the big 12. We're gonna have to work those numbers up kids. I know. I mean, I know, I know dad's tired and got it. You know, we got it. Dad needs to go home. Got to get some but, of those dirty sodas out there with uh, that caffeine instead of having Cosmo, uh, jumping two flaming ropes. <laughs> When I first saw that, I thought he was going to do double Dutch. I thought he was going to do double I Dutch was, too. And I was, I was like, it was so lame that he and it was just, double I was like, let's do the double Dutch, you know, Cosmo, let's, let's get going. And, and I had to tweet, I was like, it's some sort of double Dutch, but I couldn't, I was like, there's two ropes and he's just jumping over two ropes. I'm like, let's, let's get it working. You know, let's get it working. Cosmo. I know you could do the, you know, hip hop dance champion. You, you gotta be the, able to is, double Dutch. Is Cosmo like the the hardest working mascot in FBS. Like, is I, he the one that has to do the most stuff? He's mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, I don't think we're ever going to see big red jumping over two flaming ropes. That would I mean, be great though. Now, now I want nothing more than that. I want, I want to see big, big red jumping through the flaming hoop, like in old school, which we got a lot of replies with that gif. <laughs> who is the, who is the least active mascot? Uh, well, like the uh, actual dog. Yeah. I mean, co- co- yeah, costume mascot. Yeah, well, costume. Oh, see, I was okay. gonna say that the the rambling wreck is a literal inanimate object, so we it's got that. That, going is, for that it. is a good point. But 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 Buzz, but Buzz is very mm-hmm. good. But I mean, Buzz has a national championship. So yeah, I'm trying to think of one that just doesn't do like Bevo doesn't do a whole ton. Like like not costume Bevo. What's costume Bevo doesn't costume Bevo called? I I thought his name was just Bevo as well. But let me see. No, I thought it was something different. We discovered this the other day. I wanted to be beef. That's hookup. Like, that's hookup. Hook that's right. Yeah. It was hookup. Yeah. Right. Hookup hook doesn't do a ton. I mean, he's, he's not nearly as. There's a lot of active. like hookums, I guess, that he throws. Or, but that's or, not. Yeah. Today, in front of the Longhorn at the at the petting zoo, nothing but a long line of people in orange going in front and going like, "Yeah, hookum, hookum, yeah!" <laughs> like in front of the Longhorn. Did you do it too? All it was. Of course, I did. Okay, I'll just say. <laughs> Of course I did. Don't deny it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I found I found a new mask and costume for us guys. Hold up. Can I Ooh. copy this picture? It won't let me copy this picture. This is lame. Oh, uh, lame. Oh, uh, hold up. No, I got it. I got it. It it seems to be an armadillo 
but the underbelly is the Texas flag. Oh, that's amazing. Right? Every it's time like we, wrapped in a little burrito carapace. Every time we post Texas State stuff, everyone's like, oh, ha, 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 it's the armadillos. Hey, you know what? Make an armadillo. Now we move to actually no, there was a there the Princeton Columbia game was that night too, right? It I was Friday. It was Friday. And that was, was like in the hurricane storm that was flooding like New York and the New, New Jersey area. Columbia Stadium is known for having tons of seagulls like shitting on you. <laughs> okay. okay. But but this okay. was in, in New Jersey. No, this was it. I thought this was, it was in, in Powersfield. In New Jersey and Princeton. Okay, never mind. I mean, you fine, say never that, mind like, then. New Jersey I'll is not also full of seagulls shitting on you. Yeah, but shitting Prince, on, but, it, Prince, but Princeton's like the nice part. It's Princeton's New Jersey. Like, it's the, the nice. They have nice seagulls. They they shit in a certain area. Yeah, they like bring you a Taylor ham as opposed to shitting Taylor ham on you. <laughs> they have a cat box so for seagulls. <laughs> the first drive was absolutely glorious. This was a, the Princeton drive was 20 plays, 81 yards in 10 minutes. No, that wasn't the first drive. That it was, was the first the, drive. It was, that it was, was the game good. winning drive. Here we go. Uh, Kamish, would you like to read that drive? I want to read the drive. Uh, it just, it's in a hurricane and a storm. Princeton's down seven, three. The only points that Columbia has the entire, uh, the entire day is, is a pick six that Princeton threw on the one yard line. <laughs> the oh, easiest God. pick six for Columbia to lead seven, three. So this is Princeton's. 20 play 81 yard drive that took 10 minutes and seven seconds and they scored the touchdown uh with with like two minutes left uh for the game winning touchdown here so uh first first and 10 princeton 19 uh pass complete for six yards second and four on the princeton 25 run for three yards then it's uh it looks like there was a penalty so now it's it's third and seven uh pass complete for nine yards for first down uh, first and 10 at Princeton's 31, passing complete. Second and 10 at Princeton's 31. 22-yard uh, run to the Columbia 47 Ooh. for a first down. Big play. Hey, there we go. Big so play. you think, you know, we're, we're getting there. First and 10 at Columbia's 47, run for no gain. Second and 10, run for three yards. Third and seven, pass complete to A.J. Barber for 11 yards to the Columbia 33 for the first down. So they're already at the Columbia 33, and there's only been, like, it's not even half of the drive yet. Right, so then... <laughs> First and 10 at Columbia's 33, uh, run for two yards. Second and eight at Columbia's 31, uh, pass complete to JoJo Hawkins, shout out JoJo Hawkins, for two yards yeah. to the Columbia 29. Third and six at the Columbia 29, pass incomplete. So it's fourth and six at the Columbia 29, pass okay. complete. First down, eight yards to the Columbia 21. Good God. First and 10 at the Columbia 21, pass incomplete to JoJo Hawkins. Second and 10, uh, run for two yards. Th third and eight, run for six yards. Fourth and two at the Columbia 13, pass complete for three yards to get to the oh Columbia one for a first down. First oh and goal, run for two yards to the Columbia eight. Second and goal, pass incomplete. Third and goal, pass complete for seven yards down at the Columbia one. And fourth and goal. Fourth. Oh my god. John Vocal run one yard for a touchdown. The kick is good. Uh, so they completed so they converted four fourth downs, three, three, fourth, three downs? fourth downs. Three fourth downs on oh. the drive. Oh yeah. Uh to to take the lead. Uh Columbia tried to drive and then uh I think the quarterback is normally right-handed but tried to throw it left-handed and he fumbled sure. backwards. 
And uh, Princeton recovered and, and won the game 10-7. Go Tigers. The record for the longest drive in NCAA history was set by Navy. Mm-hmm. And it is a 14-minute and 26-second drive that totaled 26 plays. So, yeah. They, they, Getting they, there. Princeton, I mean, the only other time that Princeton scored in this game was a 15-play, 65-yard drive, eight minutes <laughs> and they got a field goal. Princeton's so, going back to the, oh, the good old days. Princeton, I mean, they, they're going back to the days where they won national titles. Mm-hmm. Reject modernity. Embrace tradition. Let's let's talk about our game of the week then. That was weird. I had I had Coach O in my head saying go Tigers for the, for Princeton. Go, go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. Okay. <laughs> you, you know what? Hey, that hire. I'm all about that hire. <laughs> Coach O to Princeton. Could we get a could we get a worse cultural fit? I'm not sure. Hugh Freeze, but I think if he, oh Hugh Freeze to Princeton would be also amazing. Actually, oh. I don't know if I want to get him mixed up in venture capital though. I, I kind of want Cocho and Harvard mm. because the mass accent, <laughs> and then okay. he would have to be like rooting for Crimson, be like go Crimson, and it would just it would just not make sense. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually would be so excited for him to get to Dartmouth because I feel like he would fit in with the culture there very well in New Hampshire. Like that would actually work so incredibly well. I'd be just incredibly. Oh yeah. Game of the week on the CW Virginia at Boston college. Hey, UVA. I'm, I'm so sorry what's happening to you this season. Cause you're still really fun to watch, Ugh. but you're Owen five. And this is just, Oh, Boston college beach. Look, look, this game, I, I know somebody were on Friday, they were like, how could you go with the mainstream Sickos game of the week? Like the mainstream Virginia at Boston College and not pick, you know, Louisville at NC State. And I'm like, well, the records kind of play into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. So both teams desperate for a win. Uh, BC's only win came over FCS Holy Cross. Uh, and, and UVA is just looking for one, period. Their quarterback is back. Their starting quarterback, Tony Musket, back. And, you know, takes the place of uh, – are we saying Anthony Colandria, right? Or is it Colandrea? Hold up. Let me find it. I found it the other day. Is it like Colandrea's fault or something like that? (laughs) I don't – I have no idea. If I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. Let me find it. Keep talking. Keep talking. But Colandria. Colandria. Did Did you find it? Okay. No, I did not. I'm okay. just making up words as I often do. Anthony Collender. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it helps you strain the spaghetti and everything. But uh, yeah, it's on the CW. It, it's, I mean, come on. You have all the elements possibly needed for the Sickos game of the week. It, it's, Calandria. It was, it was Calandria. Okay. Calandria. So we've been doing okay. All right. Yeah. Good. Um, so, I mean, UVA gets out to a 14 nothing lead. I'm like, all right. Like, the, the Cavs are going to put this away. And I'm like, well, I guess we're going to have a little bit of a dud for Sickos game of the week. I'm like, that's fine. UVA gets a win. That's fine. Whatever. BC gets a touchdown. It's 14-7. And then, like, right before halftime, UVA hits a Hail Mary, like, from the 39-yard line. It's 21-7. You got Paula Cole going. You know, I don't want to wait. I was clipping highlights with the, mm-hmm. the Paula Cole song just because I felt like doing it. Uh, because the game was on the CW. Halftime, 
rolls around. They go to the the guys in the booth on the CW, and in the middle of their halftime talk, there's like a sound guy that walks in the back. Just a dude. Just a dude, dude walks through. Just walks through, and they both look at him like, "Dude, we're on TV." Like they they finally upgraded the sheet. Like it was nice. Yeah. And then the dude just still walks, and I'm like, "No, I'm not." It's, like, o- it's okay. You know what? It's okay. Uh, CW. Every every student newspaper has their you know they gotta get used to things. I you know I'm not like the ACC playing games on the CW is is fine. It's it's great. It's another yep. network. You're using what you have, and I mean everybody gets this channel. It's mm-hmm. awesome. You show more of your teams. It's great. Uh, the production quality is kind of what we're pointing out here. <laughs> They didn't have their own score bug. People are like, did the CW just buy the score bug from ESPN? And I'm like, okay. And then these are, this is like two instances that have happened. You had like a plain white sheet. Then now you upgrade the sheet after we talk about it. Then the random dude. Nice sheet. (laughs) Probably high thread count. I don't know. (laughs) But (laughs) just the, the guy walking across. And I don't know if that guy walking across cursed the Cavaliers. Because ever since we saw that guy, like the BC came out with 17 straight unanswered and they took the lead 24-21. UVA was able to to get a field goal to make it uh, 24-24. Then BC was able to drive, got a field goal, nice 42-yarder, take the lead 27-24. UVA has a chance to drive the tie. They, They couldn't even pick up a first down. One pass complete for three yards and three incomplete passes, and and that was it for UVA. Kind of I, I don't have it in front of me, but I feel like Musket played so well in the first half, and yeah. then just like the first half played great. Second half, not so much. It's like it, I'm noticing trends with these these teams. Like these teams put up a lot of points in the first half, and then the second half they can't do anything anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, hey Texas, te- hey Texas State, we're gonna get to you in a second. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, we're going to get to you in a moment. Yeah, so, I mean, like, Musket played fine in the first half. Uh, he was he was 22 for 34, 247 yards, three touchdowns, yeah. and one interception. Uh, the only problem is all three touchdowns were in the first half. Mm. And the one interception was the one that basically gave BC the momentum to take the lead, and they could just never recover from that point. So... I, I don't know. It was a great game. It, it was it was a worthy Sicko's committee game of the week. It, it was it was very very well fought. Um, BC, I thought BC was almost dead in the water in the first half, and then I don't necessarily know what happened at halftime. Maybe the guy you know walking behind the CW commentators did something, unplugged UVA on accident, <laughs> unplugged their offense or something. He tripped over a cord. I have no idea. But this, I mean, it was a great game. Uh, Bummed for UVA. I wish they could have gotten a, a first win. But, I mean, good for BC. Is UVA the least fraudulent 0-5 team? I, I think so. UVA is kind of snake-bitten at this point. They did oh, they yeah. did get killed by Tennessee, which is, is fine. But... Have, but that's Everyone got, well, not Florida, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we can talk about that a little bit later. Uh yeah, it, it, Virginia was like kind of playing with Tennessee, and then Tennessee finally like scored and, and put them away. Uh, they lost by a point to James Madison. Maryland took it to them, but it was fourteen fourteen at halftime. And yeah. then I, I I showed the picture of Old Bay Vodka, and then like Maryland went on a twenty eight nothing unanswered run. But that's a weird thing that's happening to UVA. 
What's a, what's a UVA thing we can bring at halftime to get them going? I, I don't know. What do, you, what do people at UVA like? To, I got to talk to my, my, my sister lives in the Arlington, Virginia area. I need to talk to her about what, what, what gets Charlottesville hyped. So we need to figure out a way to get UVA a win. And it, it's kind of funny that this, this happens though. UVA just kind of goes quiet in the second half. I don't know what it is. Uh, they've done it. They did it against NC State. I'm sorry, not NC State. They did it against Maryland, and they did it against BC. So I, I don't necessarily know what's going on there. Arkansas State at UMass. Okay, hey UMass. I didn't go to the grocery store today, but I'm gonna go this week. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna get a couple kinds of clam chowder. I'm gonna eat them live here because Tuesday. I'm gonna break. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. I'm gonna yeah. break through this. We're gonna break through this together. Yeah, I mean, because I, I I jumped. I jumped on crowning you guys as the darlings, and I think I got into your heads too much. You know, this is rat poison. Mm-hmm. This is just rat poison. Sickos committee rat poison for you, UMass. To counter this, I'm gonna get several kinds of clam chowder. I'm gonna I'm gonna get clammy on this podcast. Maybe I'll get some clamato too. Oh yeah, yeah Beth and I are making like very similar faces of grossed outness right now, listener. Okay, make so a, I mean, make, I, make a, make a I'm sure that Texas will be a, a just the perfect clam chowder temperature. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, on Tuesday, I'm my, sure that will just be perfect. Uh, I'm gonna be singing, "My body is a chowderland." <laughs> my body is a chowderland. No, is it my body? My body is a chowderland. That's that's okay. That's your accent. Okay. Okay. My bad. My you bad. made a choice, and I liked it. My, I'm trying to do the John Mayer thing, but it's it's not working out with mass accent. With the Boston accent, yeah, yeah no, it's not working. Yeah. Out. It's not doing. This it. is this might be this might be. Too. I probably need to drink some some Dunkin', and maybe I can get there, and and watch the town. I'll get it. I did not expect Arkansas State to be so explosive because like <sighs> they went in there and they just <sighs> ran all over them for a while. I I was not expecting that from a a butch led team. I don't know what happened with Arkansas State, but ever since they played the Sea Wolves of Stony Brook, you know the wolf versus wolf battle, they they've been on fire offensively. It's it's just they put up forty four against Southern Miss, uh, they put up fifty two on UMass, and this game wasn't close. Like it, I don't even think it really got within, like it was seventeen nothing within the first seven minutes of the game. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. the first ten minutes of the game. Uh, yeah, it, it never got close. It was, I think the closest it got after was 31-7, 31-13. And that, that was it really, like 38-20, I guess. To tell you how this went, Arkansas State had one, two, three, four, five different receivers catch a TD. Okay? Their QB, Jalen Raynor, Raynor, 9 for 24, 355 yards, six TDs, and only took one sack. And 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 take and Taysom Pumashan, who I'd loved out of Massachusetts, was just like having a day, three sacks, like they couldn't protect him. Wait, wait. That was I mean, that was, was it. You said he was nine for twenty-four? nineteen for twenty-four, my bad. Okay, I saw 24. twenty for twenty-five. All right. I, I'm looking at my be looking at different numbers than you. You know what? Well, ESPN's that wrong. Happens. Whatever. ESPN's wrong. We'll just blame it uh, on ESPN. But like but like they were Arkansas State was basically like on passing, was getting help me find the number. Uh, 14 yards per pass. Jesus. That's, that's not, that's not completions. That's just pass attempts. Oof. Yeah. Like that's like, can't they, the, the, the secondary on UMass was getting smoked like a nice clam chowder. So 
that I'm going to find. Smoked clams. And get some clamato. And they have clam juice, I think. Maybe some of those tinned clams. Are those any good? No? Okay. I mean, that's up to you. Do what you got to do to break this this curse you put on. This jinx you put on UMass. You got to do what you got to do. do. Whatever you got to do. If you got to throw some oyster crackers in there, too, at the same time, go right ahead. Okay. Pit girl. How did the game against Virginia Tech go? Not good. Let the healing begin. Yeah, we're we're friends here. This is a safe space. Not good. You guys want to know how many first downs Pitt got in that whole game? Yeah, 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 buddy. Tell me. Seven. Oh, that's not a lot. Eight, I think, actually. Oh, Um, Kenny Pickett. Hey, that's. (laughs) Yeah. More. That's that's more. Do 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 you know how many? uh, BT I'll just said nine. Oh, nine? I mean, oh, okay. Okay. I mean, that's Virginia most Tech of the almost, almost double digits. Oh. How much for, what did Virginia Tech do? Like like twenty-five. Oh, that's not that's that's oh, more. Mm-hmm. That's more. Well, but it's okay though, because Virginia Tech's really good this year. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that's oh. that's right. They are definitely very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, it's a bye week this week. Thank God. I don't have to do this this week. um maybe maybe phil can get some help this week (laughs) i think all of us need to get some help this week um seriously though um pit nine first downs two for ten on third down oh for one on fourth down also some very stupid non-attempts on fourth down earlier in the game when it was still competitive vt rolled up 427 total yards oh no yeah that's not that's not no um fun thing that. though phil Dracovic did did throw for more than 200 yards he did that off of two explosive plays and accomplished very little else yeah. but he did do that he also did not throw any interceptions this week he also did get sacked four yeah, times yeah he, d- he did do that yeah there were like two good plays in this game shout out to freshman braylon lovelace for finally getting a defensive score that was one of the two nice. good things in this game otherwise I really feel like we might be looking at maybe two and ten here, guys. Eat at Arby's. There was one point in this game, I think, uh, Phil had four completions, but two of those four completions were for touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure that. Oh, it was all bangers for. Oh, just like. It was all bangers for bets. Just all all or nothing with Phil. Mm hmm. No, no, I've no seen... rushing attack. The defense was gassed because VT had the ball for literally like 45 minutes of this game. I've seen you and many members of Pitt Twitter this week saying that they, they're they going to camp outside the athletic building to just have a talk with the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Just, just want to yeah. talk. No, I just want to talk. Just want to talk. Um, don't, just mind, talk. don't mind the bat in my hand. I just want to talk. Yeah. yeah. I just have things I would like to get off, off my heart. Um, if you are willing to listen, Pat Narduzzi or Heather Legg or Frank Signati, stop making me sad. Um, maybe, maybe Michigan State will throw a lot of money at him. <laughs> I mean, they've maybe. done dumber things with a lot of money, but like, right, right. I don't know, guys. Pitt is on track to be like the definitely. They are already the worst team since I have been a Pitt Pitt team since I have been a Pitt fan. It's not close. Uh, they are likely on track to be like 
the worst pit, one of the worst pit teams in the time that I have been alive. And I was born Ooh. in 1995, and 1995 pit through like 2000 pit were all really really bad. Also, my favorite pit. Thanks, Beth. That's, well. a, that's pit with one p one t. Not pit t. of despair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of that in those years. Let's talk about something more exciting. Okay. Let's talk about Purdue football. This game was on the Peacock. Oh, yeah. Because like all good Purdue football, it should only be available on the Peacock. And Purdue, I'm going to say Purdue does really sound like a mid-table English premiership team. Mm -hmm. You know, I can can see that uh, for real, like the. You got a you got a tough, you know, away match at at West Lafayette to to face the Purdue Boilermakers. It it does feel yeah, it does. English Premiership is hell. So oh, them yeah. being on they Peacock, were, they were founded. Right. They were founded in like eighteen seventy six by there was a train dudes. Oh, I want to no, talk. Just uh, can, can we talk about the nickname for a second? Because this came up on the uh, the trip to Pocatello. So okay. I, I was on the trip to Pocatello. Uh, with Andrew and Alyssa, Andrew and Alyssa, boyfriend girlfriend, of course, and uh, she, she's you were the you were the third wheel on your own ro- on a ro- romantic trip that you planned. That's impressive. A, a romantic trip, right? Yeah, right. I I mean, it was a pilgrimage for me to yes. to we, we you know we could talk about that a little bit later. But uh, Alyssa <laughs> Alyssa stated that the Boilermaker nickname was a stupid nickname. It was stupid. Whoa! And and Andrew and I were just trying to argue with her. That it's a stupid nickname. Nobody's a Boilermaker anymore. They need to change the, the nickname. And I'm like, uh, you got to be kidding me. And I meant to bring this up on the previous podcast, but, you know, of course, I, I forgot a lot of stuff then. And I, I just got reminded when we were talking about the, the perfectly normal size cannon. Uh, and, and, and so we're trying to explain to her, like, what a Boilermaker is. And it, it's like, it's a profession and and just just not getting through to her, uh, she's just not a fan of the Purdue nickname. <laughs> Does everybody okay with this nickname, or is it just Alyssa? And and she was probably just giving us grief. I think that because uh, <laughs> you were dragging because her significant other and her, and his friend were dragging her to Pocatello, Idaho. Yeah, I might have just been fighty about that. Okay, I mean, she was having a great time. I, oh, of course she was. Of, of course, course. I mean the, the magic of Pocatello. Uh, but but yeah, I was just I was just reminded of that, and I forgot to bring that up on the podcast. We, we were we we were, we were reminded of the the nick the motto of the city of Pocatello. Pocatello is for lovers. I'm sure that's it. If it's not Pocatello, you should consider that. I thought you know I thought I was proud to be Pocatello. It, but, yes, because okay. they had the flag. They had the word yes. art flag for the longest time. Uh, I would like to mention that, for, according to Wikipedia, the Purdue football team played Wabash College in Indiana and won the game 18-4. Students from the college and citizens of Crawfordsville began calling the Purdue players, quote, a great big burly gang of Cornhuskers, Grangers, Pumpkin Shuckers, Rail Splitters, Blacksmiths, Cornfield Sailors, and Foundry Hands. Those are all great names that you could have gone with, too. Dude, oh, man. The Purdue Rail Splitters. Hell yeah. And, and, and the game that cemented it. It was from a headline. Because, again, back in the day, you just called the headline. The headline. They beat Wabash College in 81, and the quote was, the headline is, quote, Slaughter of Innocence. Wabash snowed completely under by the burly Boilermakers. So they went now, for I, rem- a, a I remember Nether of Slaughter of Innocence. Jesus. <laughs> but, 
Okay. I'm sure this is the second one. It was only 44 to zero, but I'm sure that's the same as the original. Okay. Pharaoh, Pharaoh did lose 44 to zero against Moses. If you think about it, <laughs> that's how the story went. He wouldn't let his people go. Yeah. Yeah. Purdue P walking up to walking into the Pharaoh's <laughs> temple, not saying a word. Can't just, say, let my people go. Just, just, but just standing there with his arms out. Up a sign. Like he's holding up cue, rolling oh, through cue cards. Yeah. <laughs> like he's standing outside in that fucking Christmas movie. I hate. It's the Christmas movie. That one. That one. Just yeah, drop it the sides. Uh-huh. Pharaoh. Let my one of the one of, one of the one of the best people one of the best go. the best uh, clips is from Katie Nolan's old show where Gritty shows up outside her house with the sign. Oh Jesus! And that one makes me laugh so fucking hard every time. Yes, oh yes, proud to be Pocatello. You're right with the great flag. They have a, they have an actually good flag now. Mm-hmm. It's very good. But of course, but as soon as they change it, I go. But that old one was pretty cool. Yeah, right? like. Well, both were awesome. The, right, the was... shitty flag was charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me think of um, Dixie Cups in 1994. The Yeah, it does need, it needs more of those squiggles. I miss the old mm-hmm. Provo flag with the word art. That was the one I was originally oh, yeah. thinking of. That was great. Okay. Buffalo at Akron. Oh. Oh. Akron, once again, losing in overtime. Oh. After we talked them up. However... I don't know if we've talked about him yet this season. No, we the haven't under, because he hasn't the played. Under, the, the undercuffler. He's back. He was one of our main characters of last season. Because Fear the undercuffler. And I think, if I remember correctly, I thought he, I thought he sounded like a Dr. Seuss character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounded like the Onesler, I think. Yeah, I think like the, the Onesler. Yeah. The undercuffler. Or or a Batman villain from like the Silver Age that no one talks about. This anymore. is like one of the mm-hmm. B tier so, villains from a series of unfortunate events, like one of Count Olaf's henchmen, the Undercuffler. So, so if 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 nobody really knows like why we were talking about Jeff Undercuffler Jr., a backup quarterback for Akron, two years ago, he got thrown out of uh, the Akron Tennessee game while he was on the bench. For shit talking the referee, and so he's been kind of a legend with us since then, and we've kind of followed him uh, uh, as a backup for Akron. Uh, unfortunately, DJ Irons got hurt in the game, but did not return, and un- Jeff Undercuffler Jr. just could not get Akron to a score. Uh, they they wound up going to OT. Uh, Buffalo makes their field goal in OT, and and Akron has their field goal blocked. And they lose an OT for the second straight week. Poor Zips. Uh, it's looking like it's 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 not impossible to get the six win Zips. They have one and four Northern Illinois next uh, next week uh, <laughs> at Central Michigan. Wanna... At Central Michigan, at Bowling Green, home against Kent State, at Miami Ohio, at the Grayfield of Eastern Michigan, and then home against Ohio. So they need to. St- to get five out of these remaining games and it's going to be tough Akron. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but we believe in you zips. Just want to take a moment Every- to remind everybody that NIU's lone, lonely lone win is against Boston college. That's right. They're one in four and their only win is against Boston college in week one, uh, week one or week zero week one, right? One, one. I think. Uh, every, by the way, if you look, I dropped a picture of the undercuffler in our chat. Every Akron roster photo is lit like this. <laughs> yeah. 
they're all side lit and so you get a combination of dudes like this yeah. that are like leaning into it like very very Serious. gruffly and then there's a dude like this who did not get the memo I'm just like no i'm not looking gruff whatever take my picture um yeah this dude who's just like having a, having the time of his life having a good time yeah <clears throat> yes there you go undercuffler we're happy to see you back south florida at navy this is our 230 game one of our one of our 230 games yeah i saw none of this one so i'm looking up the line i i look i i watched this game as much as possible and navy and navy went out to a big lead early but then south florida came back and they battled really hard and south florida just put up a lot of points south florida had one of my favorite plays that occurred a bunch of times this week it was the blocked PAT return for two. Love I think it, it happened Classic. at least three times this week. So they had one of these. So they 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 got a special prize of a shout out for this. I think they won the game 42-29. South Florida fans have got to be feeling amazing this weekend. Oh, we're, they're they're having they they were having a party in our mentions. They they're are so excited. They they have got to be so hyped. No, it was 44-30. I apologize for the incorrect score. What a game for South Florida. They're three and two. Oh God, they got Trent Dilfer nope. next. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Who who had we'll, lots we'll, of feelings. We'll talk about that. Who had bit. lots of feelings. We'll keep going. College football's finest tradition. Arkansas versus Texas A and M. My parents at the hotel they were staying in, they saw some folks in like Arkansas shirts in the lobby, and my mom couldn't figure out like Oh, are they just in town visiting? Are they like going to drive to Fayetteville? I was like, no, this game is in like in Arlington. It's right here. She goes, well, that makes a lot more sense. Thank you, mom. <laughs> yep. You got it right. <laughs> yeah. This game I had an eye on most of the afternoon just because it was the same game. These teams have always played. Like this is just chapter 40 of the exact same game. In that Texas A&M ended up winning, but Arkansas made it look just as painful as humanly possible in the process. And yeah, I, Arkansas fans are not super happy this year. Like they, they, I think they definitely had bigger expectations for this this season than they're they're at currently. They are two and three and zero oh and two in the SEC at the moment, whereas Texas A and M is four and one and two and zero oh in the SEC. That's maybe, maybe your money's worth this year, guys. I I will I will say that even though it was twenty two to thirty four. Arkansas only had 174 yards of total offense. The the only time that Arkansas really got anything going is when AM gave them great field position. Yep. AM was like, here you go, here's the ball. Uh, and Arkansas was like, thank you. We'll AM was play, AM was basically doing the work for two teams in this game. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like AM has this weird luxury of having all of these crazy five star recruits. That haven't really done too much for them. And it's probably about their second or third year with AM. Yeah. And so just that base level talent of the rating is just showing through. It may or may not be like coaching or anything like that. I I, I don't wanna it, it could be coaching. Uh, who knows? But I feel like just that base level of five star talent can win you games like this. And I feel like that's kind of what they did. And, and they were able to just out talent Arkansas and just beat the crap out of K 
KJ Jefferson and, and the entire Arkansas offense all game long. Okay, Cougs. Let's oh, talk boy. about it. Houston at Texas Tech. This game went to the half 35 to 28. Yep. Texas Tech winning. It was all points the first half, just pew, 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 pew. One point points. And then Houston forgot how to score. <laughs> The Cougar Coaster was under maintenance for the second half. Everybody got under stuck maintenance. upside down at the top of a loop. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, under maintenance is, it, is real rough here. Yeah. It was more like it derailed pulling into the station Yeah, constantly. Because, I mean, Houston outgained Texas Tech in total yards and in passing yards. They didn't lose the rushing yards batter, uh, battle by very much. They had more first downs. Mm-hmm. They ran way more total plays. They just... Like we couldn't land this plane for any reason you, ever. You think you think Houston had a lot of turnovers half. that gave Texas Tech, you know, plays, big plays. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. no, Houston, not at all. No, Houston, Houston had no turnovers. No oh, yeah. turnovers. None. Yeah, none. None. This... Eleven more minutes of time of possession. Oh yeah, and, yeah, just. <laughs> yep. Oh hey Beth, guess what? I reinstalled roller coaster tycoon too, so I'm making a cougar coaster for next week. There we go. So you want to, let's just go. Like I may have also done this. <laughs> Houston after halftime. I'm just going to read Houston's yeah. drives after halftime. Oh yeah. 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 yeah that'd uh, be great. Uh, punt downs, punt, yeah. Yeah. punt, punt, end of game. <laughs> just so much. Nothing. Da, 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 da. I, I just, and, and here's the thing. Like, Two of those were three and outs. Like they, they just stopped moving anywhere. I'm because I'm seeing like seven plays, 27 yards, 11 plays, 47 yards. That was the one on downs. Five plays, 12 yards, three plays, negative five yards, three plays, negative nine <laughs> yards. Like, oh, oh my, rough. just couldn't. That's rough, buddy. Like, oh, ooh, yeah. But on the plus side, they've got their get right game. Is it in two weeks, Beth, or is it in one week? It's in two weeks. Okay. West Virginia, West Virginia and Pitt both have a bye week together? Oh, Yes. Yeah, we're going to go do team building workshops. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you need. If Hey, look, it's really important that you and your rival take time to like spend time together and work on the rivalry. Mm-hmm. You got, rivalries like that can die over time. You have to make the spark work. You need to go mm-hmm. off to a trip. Go, go eat some pierogies. Learn to love each other again. Who's on Twitter and making the sound? I'm going to throw oh, it someone. is that what the sound sounds like? Yes. Who's on Twitter and the phone's making that goddamn bleeping I've sound? I've never heard the sound. because. Oh, I my, my God. I hate that silent. sound. That was me. I actually just refreshed the timeline. I didn't I, know I so, had my sound on. I so, hate that so, sound so, so much. That was that. That's funny. So the worst part about that sound is that. You can't stop it. There's no way to stop it. Can't stop it. And so if you have an earbud, ear, an AirPod in. Yeah. It will happen no matter what. And on some people's phones, it stops their podcasts. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Elon. Wait, is yeah, this? I've, I think this is something I you did. can fix if you turn the like no. No. microphone st- settings off because I had this issue a while ago and that fixed it. Now, this one's oh. much No, I, I have to turn the sound all the way down on my phone mm. to get it off. I've tried every other possible this way. Sucks. It's fine. Yeah. Ar- okay. Arthur with his hipster Twitter app that has, is it still Twitter? It's still the bird app. Oh, you haven't even gotten the X. Oh, you are wise. Or the, or the X app that has the grunge layer on it. I'm not installing something called X on my phone. I don't trust that. I mean, you shouldn't. No. You shouldn't. 
So let's do some plugs for things that we're doing. First off, our October sickos poll is out. What that means is that as of right now until Tuesday at 9 p.m., it is your job if you're listening to this and everyone else too, to vote for your top 10 most sicko teams, coaches, whatever you got. And this is our poll for October because we do not have enough folks to run this poll more often than this because part of this is that it is open-ended. So if you've never done a poll with us before, first off, welcome. Also, we have our explainer for what sickos is to us. Convention, unconventionally attractive football, but everyone has their own definition. So you put in what things you think are the most sicko. We give them points in terms of like your first place gets 10, 9, 8, 7, all the way down. We add everything up mm -hmm. and then we put out our lists. So think about this. It's an important choice. I appreciate that we have members of the media and other college football fans, you know, in terms of transparency, putting out their vote, their, their ballots. What media? So we all know. This? I forget who it was. This time. Okay. That's funny. Of course, just, just transparency. I get that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. If you would like to come talk to us about this list, join our Patreon for $5 a month. You get access to our discord. We get to talk about our weekly rankings debate, which is now starting on Sundays. Everyone's like, I want to talk about these rankings now. And I love it. <laughs> We also live chat during the games. People drop pictures all the time. Last week, we helped Clyde get a, a, a blown up sized version of the sicko's head so he could print it out and put it on his sign for game day. Yeah. All the stuff we're there to help you with. Uh, for the Patreon, you also get access to our sub, our paywalled Substack posts, which is our, our potato chip ratio and just a bunch of hollering about games and great other chat folks. Like we love talking to these folks. It's where we came from originally. So definitely join in. We have our store at sickoscommittee.org. That is our merch store. We've got some great stuff there. That I'm, uh, we have our new Virginia-inspired Diamond Sickos logos. Yeah. We'll also have our Linear Time is a Mistake sticker up this Woo! week. I finally have it finished. Yeah. And some more, so seven, in some more like 70s-inspired retro-y kind of gear that I like. Nice. So look at that. Message Board Geniuses podcast. Listen to them. They're amazing. I opened up Tiger Droppings after the Ole Miss LSU game. And when the minute I post, I said I was going to do that, Beth and Pickero were like, oh, God, stop him. No, why are you doing this? And the first thing I was I saw was like, we need Deion Sanders at LSU. Uh, shout out to Panther Lair and the person in Panther Lair who was on Message Board Geniuses today saying the same thing, that, that Deion should be in Pittsburgh. Because that's, that's, that's the vibe. That's the vibe you guys got. That's a cultural mm -hmm. fit. If if Pitt football had more swagger, actually, I think I'd love that so much. I'm just imagining, just imagine Mike Tomlin and Dion living close together. <laughs> I, I think, I think like every fan base with the struggling team right now is like, we should get Dion. And I think one of our, mm -hmm. one of our Indiana fans in the Discord uh, was was like, Dion to Bloomington, mm -hmm. and I was just like, yes, totally. Uh, you know, throw him, throw him in some home field apparel. Mm -hmm. Dion to home field apparel. Listen, I think there's no reason that you can't talk to Dave Wanstead and get him to go, you know, lure Dion in. <laughs> we have our YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. We have our Substack where each week we release our game recaps and our old timey writing style. Yeah. Well, we're also going to have a uh, commission's story of his Pocatello pilgrimage coming up this Wednesday. Probably we think I, I'm I looking forward to reading. Uh, it's it, right now it's, it's 4,500 words and I left a 
probably about a thousand words on the table. Oh dang! That that I have, I can add more if you want me to. But I think let I, me I let me forty five hundred's plenty. Uh, let, let me let her uh, let me let Picker review this a little bit uh, wise, and maybe I'll add more. Maybe I'll just go with the forty five hundred that we got now. And uh, shout out to Idaho State, y'all y'all are awesome. Love you. Then we've got our partnership with Home Field Apparel. As always, if you've never ordered for them before, use offer code YES, haha, yes. That's three ha's for 15, 15% off your first order. There's so many new shirts. And then, of course, we have our weekly Sickos shirt showdown for 25% off a shirt using code COMMITTEE on our select shirts we partner with Homefield to bring you. This week, we have Nebraska versus Illinois. We have some shirts going for that. We'll put those up. Remember, for those, it's offer code COMMITTEE. We also have the rest of our shirts from this season. Last week, we had an A&M shirt and an Arkansas shirt. Yeah. Remember, those are all limited time offers and that once those your sizes are gone, they are gone, gone. That's so right. If you want none, get them now. I mean, I think we've had, let's see here, South Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, then we had, I'm trying to figure out what, what we still have up there. Uh, Auburn and Cal. What, what other schools we got? We got 14 well, me, products there. Let me pull it up. Let me pull um, it up. I got it. So here we go. We got... UNC in South Carolina, Cal and Auburn, Missouri and Kansas State, Wazoo and Wazoo and Oregon State and Oregon State. Then we have Arkansas and A&M. Let's talk about some more football. Utah State at UConn. Hey, UConn, this is this may not be the year, guys. Poster Janaxu, J-E-N-A-X-U from Reddit, has said, Boring losses, blowout losses, and absolutely mind-numbing, soul-crushing losses. UConn can do it all, baby. Oh, yep. It's it's one of those years. I think, I think the theme for this year may be reverse, revert to the mean. Mm. I think that might be the theme this year for a lot of teams. Think about UConn, UMass, though. Oh, that's going to be an amazing the game. The gang parties in Amherst. Uh huh. I mean, Amherst is a Amherst is a party town. Zoomass Slamhurst. Is that what they call yeah. it? I love that. I love that. This one also ended on a re- like a really weird play. It ended with a block. So the, the final score was thirty four thirty three, and UConn scores at the very end to win this thing. It ends up with a blocked point after, which is the most heartbreaking way to lose a game. I think. Like, it might be the worst way to lose a game is the block point after. Because you're there. You had it. And then just... Uh, UConn was up 17 nothing. Yeah. They had this game in hand. And Utah State fought it back and then, like, kind of put it away. And then UConn came back again. They're, they're going for the tie and blocked. Look at, uh, look at that drive chart. Uh, not the drive chart. That win probability chart. You can see the moment when that extra point got blocked. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a U for Utah State mm-hmm. and UConn. No, well, now that the Wall Street Journal said the best party school was, I believe, uh, IUP. <laughs> yep, she's wearing Beth is wearing her par- shirt for her party school. Woo! I you know I definitely trust the Wall Street Journal to give me what party schools. Mm. IUP is usually very high up in the rankings. To be fair, Michigan State at Iowa. My football team turned into the moon. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? That fits for Michigan State, Iowa, because holy bejesus. This was <laughs> this was exactly what I wanted it to be. 
And even then watching it, I was in real time. I was still shocked at what it was. Now in our climb to 325, Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes got 26 points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of those were special teams points. And once again, we have lots of people in our, in our mentions being angry about special teams and defensive points being allowed here. But I didn't write the contract, guys. Brian Ferentz's genius agent mm-hmm. wrote the contract. Yep. Full credit to Brian Ferentz's mm-hmm. lawyer. Yeah, guys, great folks. This was way, they won. This was way better than the Penn State game for a lot of reasons. The worst thing to happen here, and when I saw Cade McNamara go down, my heart sank because it was not, it wasn't quite a non-contact injury, but it was pretty close. He took a couple steps forward and then just like crumbled. And that's always, I think they've said he's out for a while at least. I have not seen what the official thing is on that yet. But yeah, like this was, I will say this about Iowa. They got to the fourth quarter. It was, it was like they were down by three and they put together three scoring drives, I think in a row. Let me double check that. Yeah. I think it was like field goal, field goal, touchdown or field goal, touchdown, field goal. It, it, it was, it was fumble return, touchdown. No, it was a punt return, touchdown. Oh, pu- yes. Okay. Yeah. Punt return, touchdown at the end. And then like field goal, field goal. There were some punts in there too. Let's not get too crazy here. But yeah, uh, there were, man, there was a string of like four, four and outs and three and outs in this game in the fourth quarter or in the fourth quarter, the third quarter where this game just ground to an absolute halt where it felt like time had just got like become unstuck. It was, but you know, and and here's the thing, but you, you posted the picture of Michigan State leading 16-13 with the picture mm-hmm. of Kirk and Brian mm-hmm. on the timeline. After yep. you after you posted that picture, field goal for Iowa, 16-16. Michigan State goes three and out. Iowa takes the punt return for a touchdown, 23-16. Michigan State then fumbles, and then Iowa gets a field goal. Then? So after you posted that, Oh, then Michigan, oh, I know. Then Michigan State threw an interception. The game sealing interception, yes. Yeah, the game was over. So your picture, your screen cap. I did it. Of that face. You did it for the Hawkeyes and for Brian Ferentz. You're welcome, Lucy. You're welcome, right. welcome, Iowa. Lucy. You're welcome, Iowa fans. The chance of fire Brian, once again, we're coming up through Kinnick, and that's always... <laughs> If, if you know the name of your, if the average fan knows the name of your coordinators, you are fucked. Seriously. I'm at Canada. I, I remember growing up. I, right. Seriously, Matt Canada, whatever. I remember a coordinator for the Saints in the early, like, 80s and 90s. His name was mm-hmm. Carl Smith. I remember him, and we hate him so much. <laughs> you know, like, the 49ers ran the West Coast offense, mm-hmm. and we called Carl Smith's offense the Gulf Coast offense. Because it was so awful. I have never forgotten that. And just knowing the coordinator's name is is never never a good sign. Sometimes it is. Like, hey, the defensive coordinator is awesome. You don't want to know your coordinator's name. It's just kind of like you don't want to know your long snapper's name. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. You, you, You want them to just handle business. Maybe they're really, really good and you know their name because they're awesome and they're probably going to get a good job. It's fine. Uh, but you don't want to know the coordinator's name. You especially don't want the fans chanting the coordinator's name. Yep. 
Uh, what was Iowa cheerleader for, does some performance art depicting Iowa offense in flight? Boise State at Memphis. Yeah, this game was crazy. I I, I just saw the score on this one. I didn't actually watch the game, but I saw the score this, this jumping was, all over. Was, like it was a fucking. This was in the quad box. Boise's up seventeen, nothing. Memphis makes it seventeen fourteen. Memphis blocks a field goal, takes a lead. Again, this was like special team mishap weekend, which is like they blocked the field goal and they're taking that shit back. Uh, mm-hmm. Memphis adds another TD, and then Boise just they they were like trading TDs at the end, and the Liberty Bowl. I love the sightlines because the happy Memphis fans mm-hmm. or the sad Memphis fans are always in the way of the camera in the field. Oh yeah, exactly in the middle. So awesome. It is amazing. But again, if you bought the ticket at the beginning of the year for sixty bucks, and you well, you're still going, free, aren't you? you're still going. Memphis has defeated Bethune Cookman. They've defeated Navy. Now they've defeated Boise. You get another. So again, you've you you've gotten. Like a ticket to three home games. Now you're at four. So we're down to like $15 a ticket if you bought that one at the beginning of the year. You were getting your Memphis. money's worth, Memphis fans. You're getting your money's worth. This this game was insane. So much fun. The color of the orange pants for Boise against the blue of Memphis was, oh, God, it was so good. Uh, Jordan, breaking news. Please check the chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I can tell Pickerel and I saw it at the exact same time. Oh, my God. Ooh, a clam chowder and urban fused vodka. You have to do that. Wonderful. Let's see. Let's open this up and see if we can get the things for it. Vodka, rosemary, jalapeno, thyme, garlic. And then for the chowder. Okay, I got that chowder. I can do all that. Okay, I can do this. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'll get some little neck clams. I can do that. Arizona State at Cal. Cal wins this, but God, nobody saw this game. By the way, oh, because it was on. It was on the the pack. It was on my. That's right. If if you ever just search our timeline for NordVPN, we have a discount code, and and Pac-12 Network has a free international YouTube channel. Uh, So if you you can you you and two hundred and fifty of your best friends can watch it all together. You can figure this out on how to watch the Pac twelve network by using our NordVPN code that can save you up to sixty eight percent off of NordVPN, and you can watch the Pac twelve network. Uh, They have an international YouTube channel. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but that's can I complain about something really fast on this? Complain like okay, okay. So so when fans are like, I can't watch this. I get that. I'm willing to help them. When I see like actual college media people go like oh i didn't watch this game it was on the pac 12 network motherfuckers it's your job it's your job expense this it's not that like like it's it's hard to get there for most people yes you're not most people if i can watch you know core fall in fucking you know catalonia or i can watch two naia teams who got blown out by a total of 180 points in the weeks combined and I can find their game in a high school stadium, then you can find the Pac-12 network. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. Anyway. So I just want to say one more thing about this game. Arizona State had their third string quarterback, right? Yes. Who do you think had more passing yards, uh, Arizona State or Cal? I'm going to guess Cal then, the way you phrase that sentence. Yeah. This question is bait. So Cal. Arizona State. Arizona State had 362 passing yards. Cal had 130. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, enjoy. 
Awesome. Okay. Consider Arizona State considered. Yes. Vaughn, you Wall Street Journal cowards. Give them party school of the year. Clemson at Syracuse. Hey, Cuse, you tried, guys. Good this, was, this was still this was still a pretty good game. Clemson's just Clemson's not the same Clemson that lost to Duke week one. Like I, I'll tell you that right now. Like it's a very different team, just like structurally. They're not great, but they're better. And whatever, Cuse, keep going. Just keep doing your ACC thing. Kentucky. You won three in a row against Florida. Three in a three row. row. Three in a three row. row. That, Three in a row. The last time Kentucky had that much energy, we had just beat Hitler. <laughs> okay. Like that's, that's what we're, we're going back to that point. Kentucky powered by the fight against fascism. Yes. There we go. That's always, I've said that so often. Cat, chaos, chaos, chaos. How do you say that? Word chaos. The chaos. 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 Why am I hitting the con? The chaos. Chaos. Jordan, are you really asking why you are pronouncing something wrong? Yeah, okay, fine. Even my parents made fun of the way I pronounced something this weekend. They gave me a goddamn accent. (laughs) Oh my god. What was the word in question? I can't can't remember what it was now, but even they were giving me shit. I was so angry. (laughs) Oh my, okay. So the first time uh, that, oh sorry, the last time that Kentucky did this, right, it was, they they beat Florida three, three games in a row. Uh, was from 1948 to 1951. Yeah, powered by winning the war. Uh, that's right. I mean, Truman was still in office, right? Uh, in Eisenhower. Yeah, yeah Truman Eisenhower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, in, in 1951, mm-hmm. uh, the average price of a house was $7,150. Now I'm Yeah, mad. I'm going to go cry now. The average income was 3216 bucks. If you wanted a TV, which is something called a Philco model TV, it was $199. You can a get a money for a TV. For a TV, a bread Philco model is good. Gas was 20 cents a gallon. Bread was 14 cents a loaf. Since it's fall, uh, it, two cents a pound f- per for a pumpkin. If you wanted to buy two one-pound cans of Campbell's pork and beans, it was 25 cents. We'll just pretend this is Duke's mayonnaise. Uh, A a quart jar of Duke's mayo. It it says another brand, but we're giving Duke's all the credit. 62 cents for that. For a quart of mayo. Yes. A postage stamp was three cents. Hold on. What what is this weird thing? A Jerry Mahoney ventriloquist dummy was $14.95. Why is that something? I I don't know. I don't know. Is there a consumer (laughs) price index for ventriloquist dummies? Are we trying to buy them now? I don't know. I'm still stuck on a house being only about twice average or annual median 70, income. $7,300. Yes, yep. yes. And I'm median curious. income being yes, about three grand. <laughs> a, pound of, a pound of buttered peanut brittle, 25 cents. Oh. A 14 ounce can of, 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 of up in the neck, neck of your woods there, of Hershey syrup, 17 cents. Ooh. A six pack of Coke bottles, 37 cents. And. Well, no, this is from before that. Uh, one of the graphics they brought up was that Ray Davis ran for 280 yards in this game. And the last, the, the, one of the, in the historical facts of who also ran this much for Kentucky was a man by the name of Shipwreck Kelly. Yes. From 1930. Yeah. We love Shipwreck Kelly. Now I have, I have gone through the yearbooks 
Because as yeah. soon as I saw this, I started looking. I could not find him in the yearbook. I'm going to so find him. He might him. be under another. I, I am going to find, find Shipwreck Kelly, and he's yeah, going to be fine. a topic of Commission's Corner at, at some point on the Patreon. Uh, yeah, I could not find him, but I also was you know, doing it on my phone. So yeah, I'm choosing so, to believe that he's in witness protection. So Ray- was this? So Shipwreck Kelly was the guy who did pole sitting. Oh, really? I don't know if this is the same Shipwreck Kelly, but there was a famous f- person at the time who so it was sort of the master of of pole sitting, which is exactly what it sounds like. Right, you yeah. on top of a flagpole and you just sat for as long as you could. Behold. Thank you, stuff you missed in history class. I did pay attention that time. No, this is a different shipwreck, Kelly. I, I, yeah, this was actually, I've, yeah, wait. I mean, I assume it is. This, this is a different sh- This is a different shipwreck, Kelly, which is still. Somebody, like, i just imagining somebody getting a tribute nickname because of pole sitting champion Shipwreck Kelly. He gained his nickname from Alvin Shipwreck Kelly, who was the famous pole sitter. Yes! <laughs> Wow. Behold the shipwrecks, Kelly. What the fuck is going on here? That's, oh, that's crazy. The next time uh, someone shipwreck- yell or starts yelling about the youths doing some dumb TikTok trend, remind them that pole sitting used to exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like planking, but no, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, uh, shipwreck Kelly, the, the OG shipwreck Kelly did his last pole sitting, um, in Orange, Texas, at a Lions Club event one week before his death. <laughs> from pole sitting? No, I think just from old. Okay. Okay, what else do we have here? How about LSU at Ole Miss? Y'all, I hope everyone watched this one because this one got so stupid. I mm-hmm. Look, look, I got a lot of grief for ranking it as high i didn't give you grief no one on this podcast gave you grief who are you who are the haters that Mm. you're making up for yourself i i I gotta make up haters i'm the commish i gotta make the haters did not believe that this one could get weird no one believes (laughs) in little old lsu ole miss the little old lsu ole miss (laughs) y'all we were there when the deep magic was written This this one so at the stupid. end was basically just scoring scoring every every down like every just every possession. It was just this game was on at I, the same time off. as Pitt, and so I was oh my God. flipping back and forth this was and on, giving myself whiplash. Michigan State in Iowa. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, I feel bad it was for on whoever. At the same time as WVTCU, like I was flipping back and forth between some games that felt like big whiplash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how you get the bends. Mm-hmm. You have to come up slowly. Uh, I was not. <laughs> oh, this this was insane. Both was, like LSU had over I think over six hundred yards of offense. Six hundred thirty three or some odd. God. And then and they oh. gave up seven hundred eleven. <laughs> yeah, just so so somebody said that old mission sign an NIL deal with seven eleven. Yeah, free free slurpees. <laughs> free slurpees for all old miss students throwing some vodka in that in the grove. You'll be fine. Put it in a red cup. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, that, nothing that, no besides just like this is amazing this game was nuts this is gonna that game is gonna get talked about on like you know mainstream media because it's ridiculous yeah. uh we'll just go it was nuts it was great kid gets clobbered uh like the security guards knocking down people you know somebody jumps flips off of the goalpost i mean <laughs> i mean what i mean what <laughs> just got old miss lsu always will be ranked i promise you that there was a, there was a trash storm after yeah. a bad call. After there a bad was call. It was all you could need in a sickos game 
uh, that was like a high quality, oh, yeah. high, yeah, high level the, talent game. Stickers doesn't just mean like hipster shit no. or like bad teams. No. Sometimes it can mean good teams just popping the fuck off. Yeah, like, yeah. Also- I mean th- this game was a full on weasel stampede. <laughs> yeah, and- that's right. Uh, speaking of which. Like, it- Beth, did you mm-hmm. see that all of the mink got there were mink on the loose? Yes, <laughs> in the yes, upper Susquehanna Valley this week. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, mink there's a, the there's a fur farm in the Sunbury area, and someone cut the fence, and all the mink got out. Yeah, which is up by Centralia. So they all they're all fried just, minks just now. Mink everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mink on the loose. Go get yourself. Go get yourself a coat from somebody who like knows someone who just had like a bunch of mink in their yard. Hanging out like they're so cute, they look friendly. It's Reader, be, they are not we friendly. Need to be clear here, this was not some mink. This was thousands like, like of mink. Oh my god! Thousands of mink. Because like, <laughs> you need lots of mink to right. Yeah, to fur to fur a coat, one needs mini mink. Yes, mini approximately minks. seven thousand mink escaped from the facility. It's like a weasel. Yeah. It's like a nice like I, like I will weasel. send you a link. Weasel. Do not yeah. approach. Like up to eight thousand minks escape from farm. This is like one of those the things that like Twitter polls where they do the debates. Like, do you want to fight like ten thousand rats or seven thousand mink? <laughs> it's just like it's really whoa. There's this. There's a sea mink. <laughs> sea mink. Yeah, it's extinct now, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Uh, re- it's recently extinct. Oh, we've got to bring So we can still Jurassic Park it back? Yes. Yeah, I, I probably. Dino DNA. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, every time someone says DNA, I have to stop myself from going, Dino DNA. Same. I it, it, it just comes out every time. West Virginia at TCU. Who's the most fraudulent five and one team in the country? They're, they're four and one, right? Four and one. No, was it four and one or five and one now? It, oh, we're four and one. Okay, okay yeah. Give them credit. Because, oh man. Yeah, but I want to believe I don't know that what they're kind of good doing. so I can feel less bad about that thing that I watched two weeks ago. We're, we're not. No, we're not. It's not. <laughs> but also, but what, but what if you are and you have to keep Neil Brown? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the. You guys thought this was the season. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on, hold on. Like, y'all hired Neil Brown because of his offensive wizardry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what if it turns out that Neil Brown was just a defensive coordinator in disguise? Transformers. So, but seriously, like, West Virginia will, like, block a damn field goal. They will just block. Two, so, two they, damn field goals, no, apparently. do this again. Their special teams is amazing. They just block field goals. To, like, oh, we're the specialist team. Right? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I, so we were talking earlier about Pitt's passing stats. Would you like to know how many passes we completed in our great and mighty victory on the road? How many? That would be 10. Oh. Now, that may seem like, well, okay, you're doing significantly better than Pitt. I would argue, are we? Are we? Because... At the um it, early in no at, right at the end of the third quarter we had five passes that were complete and then Garrett Green had a particularly good drive where he completed five more passes opened it up yeah opened that game up and, yeah which was great as we drove down the field and promptly went four and out on the one <laughs> oh oh man yeah. honestly it, this this like, I'm just gonna say this Pitt and and 
West Virginia are polar opposites of each other, record-wise. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, but we Perfectly are, balanced. We are actually they, the same. They, they feel the same. so similar, though. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, like, they, they both hate their lives, but one's four and one, one's one and four. Uh, I'm watching this. I was watching this game, and I'm like, okay, and this is the part where we lose, and we didn't lose. And, oh, this is the part where we lose, and we didn't lose. Oh, and this is the part where we lose, and we didn't lose. Like, it, we did all of the same things that we do when we lose. We just we didn't forgot lose. the losing part. Right. Yes. Happens to the best Imagine us. that. We should play the brawl again yes. at the end of the season just for fun. Yeah. Just to see what happens. Puddles is, Puddles is convinced that we are good. I am desperately <laughs> Puddles, trying no. to help to manage his expectations. Puddles, no. Puddles, please. Don't believe. Don't believe, Puddles. Mizzou beats Vandy in, a, in an active construction site. That's always fun. 5 and 0 Mizzou. That's like a police I, blogger. I refuse to teach my kids about that. Talk to your kids about good uh, Mizzou. Do it. Uh, Rice beats East Carolina, but the most interesting thing was is that Rice was selling beer for three bucks. Two dollars? Three, three bucks. bucks. They are selling it, Yingling Pounders for three dollars? Yes. I don't know what it was. You know, yeah. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you looked at the concession stand pricing, the beer was cheaper than soda or water. Mm-hmm. Good job, Rice. I mean, Does Rice also, see? they're selling, again, Yingling Pounders for $3. You can't get a Yingling Pounder here for $3. And it is basically Rice, the yeah. national drink of the state of Pennsylvania. Yes. I was at the Yingling Brewery on Saturday at one point. And yeah, $3 was not going to get me anything. Shout out to Pottsville. We love you, Pottsville. And to my newly refurbished bass clarinet, which is now, according to my decibel meter, louder than a lawnmower. Ooh, big yeah. honks. And I, uh-huh. and, I, and I assume rumbles like one too. Uh-huh. Yeah, you feel it like right in the chest and in the floor. Central Michigan beats East Michigan for the first of the Michigan three-way yes. trophy. Um, another, Mich- another, blo- another blocked PAT. Return for <laughs> two. So Eastern was going to take the lead 17-14, but no, the chips blocked it and returned it for two, 16-16. And the chips wind up hanging on. Uh, Texas wins over Kansas 40-14, to and that's all we need to talk about. That was the end of the score at the end of the game, and that's exactly how it went. That's right. It was I, just I one can't of those. Go, I, I can't complain too much. They actually played pretty well. Kansas never looked like they were actually going to be like, or never looked like they were actually going to do anything, but it was 10 to seven at half Texas ahead. And that was very uncomfortable. Kansas also was playing their backup quarterback, correct? They were, they were. SMU beat Charlotte, but Charlotte covers. I mean, Biff Biff Pogge is the cover machine. We got somebody in our Discord that's just like, I'm riding Charlotte because they have covered like the past three or four weeks in a row. UCF blows a 35 to 7 lead and loses to Baylor. This was... Ah, this game. Shout out to to Nick Pants, who listens. I think he listens to this and is a neighbor of mine. I wasn't around, but I... If I were, I know I would have heard him screaming uh, down the neighborhood. I, 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 it was 35 7. Uh, so let's just go over the drive chart. There, I turned this game off. Like, I, I, I stopped listening to this game it's, because it's, it's again, you know, I'm not turning anything off or anything. Um, because stuff like this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're, you're a better man than me on that. I, 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 again, I almost walked out of the two lane game. I'm, I'm never, a, I'm I'm just just I didn't I have will, to remind you. 
I am I am I am there to the bitter end because I don't want to miss something like this happening. So it's thirty five seven. Uh, UCF takes the lead first drive of the the third quarter. Uh, Baylor gets a field goal thirty five ten. Uh, UCF throws an interception. Uh, touchdown. Next drive, Baylor. It is thirty five eighteen. They go for two. Uh, UCF four plays and they punt. Uh, uh, Baylor touchdown. It's thirty five twenty six. Uh, Baylor gets a scoop and score. It is now 35-33. UCF, uh, then they punt. It says two plays, zero yards punt. That doesn't make any sense. But the ESPN app is messed up. Baylor uh, gets a field goal. Then the most hair on fire, fourth and five conversion I've ever seen in my life. Uh, scrambles back like 30 yards into the, in the end, end zone. zone. He's in the and end he's, zone. He's in the end zone. He scrambles back 30 yards. He's in the end zone. And then he gets time. Like he's just hopping in the end zone for at least it, it felt like a minute or two, maybe yeah, it, was, it was it was might, just have, like, been a, might have been an hour. He finally so. avoided like like five Baylor rushers to get some free time, and then he just winged it down the field like forty yards to pick up the fourth and five. And then, you know, the kicker misses fucked, the long the long field goal at the end, which is is fine. And then Baylor wins. Congrats, Baylor. I uh sorry, UCF, you will not get your first Big Twelve win yet. Maybe next week. Maryland beats Indiana badly enough that Indiana has fired their OC, former U.S. coach Walt Bell. Hey, uh, hey Pat Narduzzi. Hey, Pat. Hey, Pat. Did you see that? Did you see what Indiana did? Did you see that you can fire Wait, your just, OC in the middle of the season? You can just do that. Oh, uh, you see I, that? I thought she was suggesting to hire Walt Bell. No, no, no. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, no, thank you. Not what okay, I'm suggesting. Okay. Don't do that part. Pitt has had success hiring a former UMass head coach's offensive coordinator in that the past. True. Oh, Whipple, yes. The Whiplash offense. Are you just going to hire Matt Canada so he doesn't even have to change offices? Hey, 2016 yeah. offense was a lot of fun. No, I'd like that's a serious question. Okay, let's move him over. Move him over. I don't it's think gonna, he and Pat do aren't just... so good anymore. Uh, mm. Pat doesn't like too many people, it no. seems. Including Pitt fans. Yeah. He likes Phil. He's a, he's a drag-off, but he's our uh, drag-off most of the time. Yeah. Five and no September Maryland and also still unranked. They they actually might be the most fraudulent five and no team. Louisville maybe I don't know Louisville or Maryland I'm not sure who yet. This also was the one that everyone's YouTube TV quad box wanted this game on for I don't know what it was. Every combination was like no you get Indiana and Maryland also in have Indiana and Maryland have Indiana and Maryland in every single quad box. <laughs> Tulane beats UAB. But only thing interesting about this game, UAB made a pretty good challenge of it. But Trent Dilfer, UAB head coach, was livid on the sidelines. They, their AD, I think, was trying to calm him down. It yeah. was bad. It, they, it was a 12 men on the field penalty, like a legal substitution that gave Tulane a first down. And he just went off. It was 28-20 at the time, and he just went insane. And I, I just have to say, Trent Dilfer, livid on the sidelines. UAB, we, we love you. Um, we we hope the hire works out. Uh, roll wave. Uh, they the UAB was was game. The refs were not great in this game for Tulane. Um, Tulane was kind of sleepwalking, and they're lucky yeah. to get out of there with a win. There you go. Next up, Air Force beats San Diego State by uh, a lot. They killed them. I, this 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 sixteen play drive. You want to read this? It, one? I just want to read this one. I'm not going to read the whole summary here because I did that for Princeton. But uh, Air Force drive summary: uh, sixteen plays, eighty five yards, uh, ten minutes and twenty seconds Beautiful. of possession. Uh, 
Air Force did this to take the lead 49-10. My God. Hawaii, UNLV, Hawaii, uh, sorry, UNLV wins this thing. They're four and one. All right. Yes. Under Barry Odom. Burr. Go right. figure. Burr. They are 307 rushing yards. They are truly the running rebels. This That's year. right. 307 rushing yards for UNLV. They're four and one. Wow. ODU loses to Marshall 41 to 35. I just, wanna, I didn't see this one. I want to say about look, this, this was in the quad box for me. Cause this was amazing. Yeah. Um, ODU, nothing but bangers this entire game. Uh, ODU here, here are the distances of their five touchdowns, uh, 66 yard touchdown run. 19-yard touchdown pass, 70-yard touchdown run, 69-yard touchdown run, 75-yard touchdown run. Bangers only for Old Dominion. Um, The only problem is they threw a pick six. That was an 85-yard return for touchdown. That was the difference in this game, and that's why they lost 41-35. Still a banger, though. Yeah. Bangers only. Still a banger. Bangers Mm -hmm. only. Uh, JMU beats South Alabama. This game was a banger. Uh, JMU was ahead. Uh, South Alabama came coming back at him. This yep. was this again another Sun Belt awesomeness. Love it. Love it. Uh, Bowling Green beats Georgia Tech. <laughs> oh, I love you, Bowling Green, so much. You're back, baby. This was this the was the random, chaos Bowling Green that we wanted. The random number generator Bowling Green is back. Uh, like somebody in our mentions, like we bubbled Bowling Green to celebrate them beating like a P5, and it's maxing over a P5 team, so they fly the flag. And yeah. somebody was in our mentions, a Bowling Green fan, was like, I can't wait for us to like lose an inexplicably to Miami of Ohio next week. And I was like, I love you, Bowling Green. I love you so much. I don't know what happened. Georgia Tech was up 14 nothing. Yep. And, the, and then just like just they broke down. The the rambling wreck was was a rambling wreck. Imagine that. Uh, I'm going to tell you what the Texas State Southern Miss score was at halftime. Didn't tell you the final score. Uh, at halftime, it was. Oh, I've got a math. Hold up. <laughs> 42 to 10. Okay. Yeah. Final score was 50 to 36. Texas State just forgot that they were playing football for a bit. <laughs> and like, it just stopped. And I, I caught the score at two points and I was like, oh, they got this. Oh no! What happened? Oh, no. It was it was forty two thirty six, and and Texas State had to uh, get a drive late in the fourth quarter to basically seal the victory, uh, fifty thirty six. It was Southern Miss made a mad comeback uh, in the second half, but, but Texas, Texas State, State running back Texas State running back Ismail Mahdi uh, ran for eighty nine yards on eight, fourteen carries, but for three TDs, that dude is a beast. Then. I'm man. I App State wins by one in Monroe, and that was just the most crushing thing of the of the week. How was your moonshine? It's right here. Go here for we go. it. Cheers. It's my that's old smoky, smoky moonshine. I know lighting. I wasn't supposed to drink this because. Uh, App State did not cover, but not. Uh, the way that the the loss occurred, yeah. I, I'm going to drink my old Smoky Moonshine. It's good stuff. It's smooth. <laughs> oh. Smooth. Oh. White lightning. Yeah, this, that's, 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 oh, right now God. how I feel after drinking this moonshine is how I felt after they hit that 55-yarder to win, or 54-yarder. Whatever it was. The, one of the longest in school history, I believe it was. 
Uh, it was the career long, the longest okay, in long school time. history since 2000. ULM had their chances, but this this game reminded me of my golf game, which is is awful. Uh, period. But like ULM leaped out to a 14 nothing lead, and then that was erased like immediately in the first quarter. Yeah, and and you know I get my hopes up that uh, hey I kind of know what I'm doing golfing wise. And then it just goes off track. ULM had chances to win this game, had chances to put it away, and they just couldn't do it. And App State never plays a normal game. Um, so hats off to them. It hurts. I really wish that ULM was 3-1. and one. Uh, Maybe they can beat South Alabama, I, I hope. But I'd rather be 3-1 and one than 2-2. Two and two. So hats off to App State. And that moonshine, oh, my God. <laughs> Wyoming beats New Mexico. We got another black... PAT going back for two. Yeah. The score was Georgia. 6-2 at one point. Mm. Loved it. Georgia Southern ends up beating Coastal Carolina. Our man maybe losing his, our man uh, Davis Brin maybe losing some in this in the Detmer standings this week because he threw for three TDs but zero interceptions. Oh, no. He'd go for 322 oh, no. yards, though. Getting good. Troy beats undefeated Georgia State. So Georgia State gets their loss. Troy is pretty good this year. Tennessee beats South Carolina. Fresno State beats Nevada. And this sucks because, like, Nevada looked okay. And then we had the lights go out in the middle of the game. I was watching. And the best. Yeah. No, I was like, the, the best reaction was from the announcer. We got a rut row. <laughs> Which yep. I don't really hear very often. It was I was watching that on mute while full cast after dark was on, and I thought they had cut the lights on purpose. Yeah, it, it was weird. It was like rut row, and I was like, <laughs> the commentator literally goes rut row, and I'm like, he's been watching too much stuff, too much Scooby and Shaggy and and whatnot. I wanted to mention some more things. I know we are running low on time, um, which I'm sure we can make a few cuts here, yeah. especially what I'm talking about. Um, North Dakota State lost to South so Dakota. I, so I wanted to talk about this might have been an FCS blood week. Mm-hmm. I don't get to call that. But yes, North Dakota State loses to unranked South Dakota. Fordham loses to unranked Georgetown. Garbage Georgetown. No. Good job, they're good this year. They're good. No, they're not. <laughs> they're better. <laughs> They're not. They're just better. And there was one more. Let me find. Okay. North Col- Northern Colorado scares the crap out of Weber State. Ooh. Weber State survives it. I can't. I can't believe Northern Colorado lost that game. Yeah. I still can't believe Northern Colorado lost that game. They, they were up 21-7 with six minutes left in the game. Oh, and then no. Weber State gets a touchdown. Then they get another touchdown. And then uh, Northern Colorado throws a pick six. And they win the game 28-21. I, I can't believe that. Uh, I, Idaho State almost gets Montana at home. Seriously. Like, I'm so close. I it was it was 20 21-20. And then they had trouble with the snap on the extra point. Again, special teams mishaps, the theme for the week. Uh and it was 21-20. And then like the you know, Montana gets uh, a touchdown to make it 28-20. And then Idaho State just the battling Bengals. I mean, they they are feisty. Yeah. They they battled hard, and so the Big Sky is going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. Um, which shout out again to to Portland State, giving Montana State a bit of a bit of bit of some fun out there. 
and also in the big sky, Northern Arizona almost takes out Sacramento State, ended up being 31 to 30. Yeah. Like oh, every Jack. every big sky game was like uh, an absolute like, like, banger this week. Right. Idaho, Idaho, Idaho won for the first time at Eastern, at Eastern Washington since 1994. Yeah. So the big Vandals. Sky, it was a crazy big sky week. Big sky Vandals just I mean, incredible, incredible week. A lot of like FCS top ranked teams went down. Shout out to Dartmouth, game winning field goal in OT. Holy shit, over, over Penn. Thank over you. Penn. Yes. I cannot Franklin believe. Field. I cannot believe they pulled that off. Harvard beat Holy Cross. Ooh, like yeah. we're just there were on there were lots of field. FCS. Yeah, on a baseball field play, mm-hmm. playing in Worcester. Yeah, Incredible. it was it was a crazy week, and so I mean, Towson, Towson beat New Hampshire. Oh, that's right, OT, that one too. God, in OT, fifty four, fifty one in OT. Ooh. Okay, folks. So we don't get uh, time here. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will be back on Thursday for y'all to talk about week six. Have a good one. <laughs>